1: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pet, B-E-P Pet.
2: Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman.
1: Today, a difficult task faces Clark Kent, for though Chuck Riggs is found, fear of his uncle and the dread clan of the Fiery Cross may once more keep him silent.
2: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Why don't you give it a whirl? A blueberry whirligig, I mean. This week's nifty pep dish of the week. Why, it runs circles around most any other breakfast combination you ever tasted. Try it tomorrow. First, you sprinkle your serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, with ripe, fresh blueberries. Then, uh, now carefully, of course, take your spoon and give it a whirl so the juicy berries are all mixed in with those crisp flakes of Pep. Finish off with milk and sugar, and there's your blueberry whirligig, a neat way to dress up your dish of Kellogg's Pep. No kidding, gang. Pep sure does something for those berries. It's tender and toasted, for one thing, and Pep is loaded with its own sparkling sunshine flavor. A comeback for more flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back until you've finished off every golden flake in your bowl. Which is certainly the right idea. You see, the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and Kellogg's pep, are being sent to fellows and girls abroad. So uh, you wouldn't want to waste cereal. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's pep home from the grocers. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the, lo- pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Always... Eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Now,
1: the adventures of Superman. When editor Perry White launched a vigorous newspaper campaign against the clan of the Fiery Cross, a group of hate mongers and terrorists whose credo is one religion, one color, the clan abducted White and Jimmy Olsen and prepared to tar and feather them. But when White tore the hood from the leader's face, revealing him as a man named Matt Riggs, the editor and Jimmy were condemned to death. Meanwhile, Clark Kent was searching for an unknown boy who had phoned him one night with information about the Klan. Kent finally traced the boy to the Unity House baseball team. As we continue now, Kent is alone with the frightened boy, Chuck Riggs, nephew of the Grand Scorpion of the Klan of the Fiery Cross. Listen. You are the boy who phoned me the night Tommy Lee was hurt, aren't you, Chuck? Who, me? What what makes you think? Don't lie now. You phoned me the night the clan of the Fiery Cross was going to tar and feather Tommy Lee, didn't you? I I don't know what you mean. Oh, yes, you do. You know the clan of the Fiery Cross has got Jim and Mr. White. Now, all I want you to tell me is who some of the clansmen are. Well, how would I know? You knew a lot about them the night you phoned me. You knew where they were taking Tommy, what they were going to do to him. Oh, look, why don't you let me alone? because a boy's life is in danger and the life of a fine man. Not only they, but every boy and man and woman and girl in the United States is in danger until that clan is stamped out. Look, son, you know what the clan of the Fiery Cross stands for, don't you? No, I don't know anything about them. No, you don't. Well, they're cowardly gangsters who operate at night, hidden behind sheets and hoods. Their minds are diseased with hate. They hate the people who go to one church or those whose skin happens to be a different color. No one is safe from them. Do you want to protect people like that, Chuck? Me? no, but... All right, but... then, tell me who they are. Tell me the name of even one of them. I'll guarantee to round up the rest. But I... Oh, jeepers. You're afraid to tell me, aren't you? Afraid? Yes. No. Why should I be afraid? You're afraid the clan will tar and feather you if they find out you told me. Gosh. Don't... Don't say that. Look, Chuck. Suppose I could show you that you'd be safe, that the clan couldn't get you. Would you tell me what I want to know then? You can't show me. They... They're
3: watching me. Maybe right this minute they... I didn't mean to say that.
1: I was... It's all right, son. It's all right. I understand. Look, do you think Superman could protect you from the clan of the Fiery Cross? Superman? Yes. If Superman promised to protect you, you wouldn't be afraid then, would you? no.
3: I guess not. But you're just trying to fool me, Mr. Kent. You can't get Superman.
1: Think not? Get ready for a surprise, Chuck. Where are you going? To get Superman. You stay right where you are. Walking behind the locker room, Kent swiftly strips off his business suit and stands revealed in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. Up, up, and away! Rocketing high above the clouds, the Man of Steel hovers a moment, then plummets to earth to land beside the amazed Chuck Riggs.
3: Creepers, who...
1: Clark Kent said you had something to tell me, Chuck.
3: Superman! She was. Where'd you come from?
1: I just dropped from up above the clouds. Dolly,
3: to... are you really Superman?
1: I am. Jeepers, Superman. Look, Chuck. You think you can trust me to protect you from the Clan of the Fiery Cross?
3: Oh, sure can. Gosh, Superman! am i glad you're here. I almost went crazy worrying about Jim. I was going to go to Mr. Kent this morning when I saw that letter in the Daily Planet. Then it was but... you who
1: called me. Uh, who called Mr. Kent that night? Yeah,
3: sure. I was going to go to Mr. Kent this morning. Honest, I was. But my Uncle Matt stopped me. He... I think he suspected I called Mr. Kent about Tommy Lee. He said the Klan was watching me and warned that if I went near Mr. Kent, I'd get tarred and feathered.
1: Who is your Uncle Matt, Chuck? What's his full name?
3: Matt Riggs. He's a trucking contractor. My mother and I live in his house.
1: He a member of the Klan?
3: He sure is. He's the big shot, the Grand Scorpion.
1: The Grand Scorpion, eh?
3: Carly, if he knew I was telling you all this... You don't have
1: to worry now, Chuck. I can handle your Uncle Matt and all his robed and hooded gangsters. Tell me, did you hear him say anything about Jim and Mr. White?
3: Uncle Matt was mad as anything at those stories Mr. White put in the Daily Planet about the Klan. And the reward he was offering. Yes? I heard him say on the phone to somebody that they had to get Mr.
1: White. Where's your Uncle Matt now, do you know?
3: No, sir, I don't.
1: Well, all right, let's see if we can't find him. Up in my arms with you, Chuck.
3: Are we going to fly? We
1: are. Hang on now.
3: Oh, boy, flying with Superman. I must be dreaming.
1: Here we go. Up, up. And away. That your house down there, Chuck? I, I can't be sure from up here.
3: Yeah, that's it. Here's the garage and the apple tree. And my bike under it.
1: Nobody in the garage and just a woman in the house.
3: It must be my mother. Oh, gosh, if she could see me with you. No
1: time for that now. Look, Chuck, are you sure you don't know any other of the Klansmen?
3: I just know one of their names is Will, and one is Ralph. You
1: know their last names? Uh-uh. Never saw any of their faces?
3: No. They had on their sheets and hoods the only two times I saw them. The night they took Tommy Lee away, and at their meeting.
1: At their meeting? You were at a Klan meeting?
3: Yeah. When Uncle Matt made me lie about Tommy Lee beating me on purpose
1: and trying to kill me. My... Where was this meeting?
3: Way up in the hills someplace. Gosh, was It was spooky. A big burning cross. And all those guys in their robes and hoods. All right, never mind that. Where in the hills? Do you remember? Let's see. I know we went out past the bend. The river bend? Yeah. And then we turned off someplace and started to climb into the hills.
1: All right, we'll go out to the bend and try to find where you turned off. Hang on. Away! There's the bend down there, Chuck. There's a fork just above it. Is that where you turned off? Wait.
3: Yeah, Superman, that's the place. I remember that broken-down old mill. We climbed way up into the hills. It must have been a couple hours we climbed. And then we went off the road and went through the woods to
1: a clearing. All right. We'll follow the road and look for a clearing. Away! A truck couldn't have gone much farther than this in a couple of hours, Chuck. I don't see any other road turning off to a clearing, though
3: wasn't exactly a real road, Superman.
1: Oh? No? Just some ruts going through the woods. Oh, well, let's go down lower and look.
3: You find the ruts, Superman?
1: No, not yet. Are you sure? Wait a minute. I see them. You do? Yes, we'll follow them. Let's hope they're the right one. Away! There's the clearing. Yes, it's the one we want, too. Are Jim and Mr. White down? Uh-oh. What's the matter? Down to that clearing. Down! This the place, Chuck?
3: Yeah. This is the place, all right. Look, there's a half-burned wooden cross. But where are Jim and Mr. White? And the Klansmen?
1: They're gone, Chuck. We got here too late. Now where do we look? Helplessly, Superman and Chuck Riggs stare at the deserted clearing. Empty save for a half-burned wooden cross. What has happened to Jimmy Olsen and Perry White? We'll return in a moment for the tense climax of
2: today's episode. So stand by. You know, if you made a list of the good things you want in a breakfast cereal, they'd all add up to Kellogg's Pep. Sure, take looks, for instance. You like a dish that looks golden and, and crisp and melt-in-your-mouth tender. And that's Kellogg's Pep. And flavor. Don't you get a kick out of sparkling sunshine flavor? Well, Kellogg's Pep is called the sunshine cereal. Those sunny whole wheat flakes give your appetite the old come on every time. And you want your breakfast cereal to be good for you, too. So Kellogg's Pep gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. What's more, Pep tickles your taste, so you want to eat the hearty sort of breakfast that helps start your day in high. You bet. There are so many good reasons why you, you'll want Kellogg's Pep often and why you'll want to eat up every tender flake in your bowl. And, gang, here's another angle. Nowadays, we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So you don't want to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure it's not wasted. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. That's important, gang. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it.
1: As Superman and Chuck Riggs dropped into the deserted hideout of the Clan of the Fiery Cross... A truck is rumbling down a narrow hill road many miles away. In the back of the truck bound hand and foot and gagged are Perry White and Jimmy Olson. surrounded by ten robed and hooded figures. At the wheel is Will Jennings, beside him is Matt Riggs, grand scorpion of the hooded terrorist band.
0: What's the idea of this extra long trip, Matt? Why didn't we shoot White and Olsen up at the hideout and be done with it? And where'd we bury them? Why, up there in the clearing? Where's your brains, Will? That place isn't safe since my nephew was up there the other night. Your nephew? Oh, you don't think... Yes, I do. I'm kind of worried about him. He acted awful funny this morning about that letter in the Daily Planet. You know, the one that Clark Kent wrote to the kid who called him the night we grabbed that Chinese boy? Yeah? Why? Where does Chuck fit in that? I kind of think he was the one who called Kent. What? Hey, watch where you're going, will you? You almost went off the road. You
2: scared me Holy smoke, Chuck knows all about... about us. If you was afraid you'd squeal, how come you didn't do something about him?
0: Because I'm not sure, that's why. But I'll find out for sure when I get home tonight. That's why we didn't do this job up at the hideout. So in case Chuck does squeal, if he brings the cops up there, they won't find anything, you see?
2: Yeah, I see.
0: I gotta hand it to you, Matt. You think of everything. Well, I try to. This is important work we're doing, Will. Hey, look... Look at that glade in the woods over there. That ought to do just fine. Oh, you think it's safe? Sure, it's safe. It's just far enough away from the hideout and off the road. Pull in there. Okay. All right, brothers. Drag out those two punks, White and Olsen, and let's get this over with.
1: This is the end of the line for the... (laughs) Leaping from the truck, the robed and hooded bigots haul the bound and gags. Jim Olson and Perry White from the truck and drag them off the road to a tiny glade among the trees. Is this the end for our friends? Will the men of hate execute the death sentence before Superman can reach them? No, there still must be a chance that right and the man of steel will prevail. Tomorrow's episode is packed with thrills and action, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement... The Adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Your dog's as good as any champ, isn't he? So see that he gets Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food like lots of champion dogs do. Mix Grow Pup in with his table scraps of meat and fat, and it'll give him lots of muscle, help keep him husky and strong. He can take his pick of three different kinds of Grow Pup, too. There's Grow Pup ribbon, Grow Pup meal, and Grow Pup pellets. They're all just full of wonderful meaty flavor. Ask your mother to get Grow Pup today. It's good for champs, good for your dog, too. Remember, that's Kellogg's Grope Up. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.